0: I'm Nina T and this is Kid Like Faith. So I know I told you that I was going to have a um, special guest this week, but due to unforeseen circumstances, we had kind of some trouble getting her on. So I was trying to figure out if I could get a last minute replacement, but I wanted to take this moment, this last uh, day or this last day of this year's Women's History Month and just go at it alone. You know, sometimes like as women, we can be very quick to hype everybody up, to celebrate everyone, to lift up everyone. And that's a great thing. But do not be afraid to stand in your own awesomeness. Do not be afraid to stand in your own power and to be secure in the fact that you alone are enough. And for this last Women's Wednesday <laughs> in Women's History Month, I'm going to celebrate it, breaking down this movie, encouraging you, and encouraging me. So we, we as in me, myself, and I, <laughs> and you, are going to go through a journey where we're going to talk about one of Pixar's best movies in my opinion. Um, And this movie is Incredibles 2. Now I know some of you are like, well you didn't do Incredibles 1. I know, it's a lot. But because this is Women's History Month, I knew I had to do Incredibles 2. And I wanted you guys to be able to be on in on that conversation. So if you have not seen the first Incredibles, go check it out. It's a real good movie. And I promise you will find Faith Gems and I pray that you do. Um, but we're going to start at the second one because I know most of you have probably seen Incredibles already. If you have not seen Incredibles 2, oh my gosh there's so much in here so I hope that you go and check it out so let's get started at the beginning because you know that's how we start hello okay so at the beginning of this uh, movie is a pre-story and this pre-story is technically a pickup of the last story if you know how um, Incredibles ended I'm gonna spoil the ending if you haven't seen it so if you have not seen it skip over this part okay Oh, well, um, so <laughs> so um, at the end of the first Incredibles, we see that, you know, Violet, the daughter uh, introduces herself to her crush, Tony, and they set up a date. And when they set up a date, after they set up a date in the parking lot, there is a another villain called the Underminer who comes up out of nowhere. And they we leave the last movie with the family being ready to take on the Underminer. Well, when we pick up in this story, it first shows us an interview with Tony, the guy that Violet is going on a date with. And Dicker, who is the superhero ambassador, basically, he runs or he works for the program that helps um, the Incredibles family when they need to relocate or when they need to change because of a mishap of their identities being revealed. So. Because and of course, this, you know, in this movie, being super is illegal. And if we're gonna be honest, in our culture, we're told, women especially are told not only in the world but in the church, that being super is being boastful. Being super um, is not necessarily needed. We're actually supposed to be more, submissive than super and there's nothing wrong with submission it's it's a part of our call it's a part of what we are supposed to do right it is we are supposed to submit ourselves to one another Um, we're also supposed to submit to God so there's nothing wrong with submission however there is nothing right about dimming yourself down there's nothing right about turning off your light so that it makes other people shine there there is no great part of hiding the greatness that is you Um, and unfortunately we are too often told that in order to be super we have to be silent well in this story we know that superheroes are, are illegal but they are still very much among us and in this case Tony is telling about how he had just set up a date with Violet and he is none the wiser that she is a part of a super family until he is in the parking lot when the Underminer comes up and he sees the superheroes come out of nowhere and they start to get in position. Now, um, Elastigirl and Mr. Incredible decide to go and start, you know, trying to attack the Underminer as well as and they the instruction is that one of them should secure the perimeter, meaning make sure that everything's safe. Nobody, you know, runs up, gets involved or gets hurt and all of that, they they stay at a safe distance as well as the other should watch baby Jack-Jack. Now let's be clear, these are children. So neither one of them are qualified to watch, but in this emergency situation, one of them is going to have to. So what ends up happening is that unfortunately Violet, is told that she has to stay and she gets upset because she wants to be super she wants to be able to contribute and so she throws down her mask and in the moment of her you know going off tony hears her voice remembers her voice knows her voice and then recognizes that she's super and instead of saying hi instead of saying no problem it was getting too freaky so he runs away now Did that stop Violet from being super? No. Did it stop her from being someone who, you know, was born to a superhero family? No. It just meant that somebody had to walk away because they could not handle at that moment that she was super. And you have to be okay with the fact that sometimes your super abilities, sometimes who God has, you know, added you to be or made you to be, um, will, repel certain people because they just can't take what you are called to be and it's okay it's okay it is It is alright that not everybody is able to stand your super it does not mean it's an excuse to stop being super so um, because you know he regrets that he saw him saw her in that suit Dickard says he's going to take care of that basically and he shoots off a contraption to make him forget. Now, unfortunately, making him forget is something that we'll have to deal with in a little bit. Now, it flashes back to them dealing with the underminer and we underminer and we see a couple different dynamics happening as the family is trying to do their part. We see the kids are basically fighting back and forth with who is going to watch uh, baby jack jack and as i told you neither one of, of them is qualified to watch him um but <laughs> in an emergency you have to do what you have to do but neither one of them also finds the responsibility as something they should do um violet even though she has the ability to you know protect she's really wants to show off her power so she doesn't want to watch baby jack jack and Dash, because he can run fast, he just runs fast without thinking. He's not even in the space to really care for himself. So we don't really recommend that he watches Baby Jack-Jack. Um, Mom and Dad technically are trying to do their best superhero work to stop what's going on. But what ends up happening is they neither stop what Underminer does as far as, you know, um, robbing the banks. Um, nor do they catch him, nor do they uh stop the destruction that technically he was gonna make. Now they enlist Frozone and they do the very best that you they can, but in the midst of it, it looks like, you know, Everybody's not safe. It looks like the kids are are in harm's way. It just looks a hot entire mess. And from their perspective, they're just doing the right thing. But from the outside perspective, it looks like they're making a mess. And so sometimes when you are called to stand against something, it will look like you're trying to destroy it. And nine times out of 10, you don't mean to intentionally destroy all the time, but sometimes you have to. Sometimes who you are destroys certain things destroys certain um beliefs systems uh certain things certain standards it destroys it just by you being present and it may be frustrating to some who don't understand like dicker says that good people do good just because it's right not because they want praise not because they want somebody to clap for them but they do good just because they're supposed to well because the you know politicians and everyone else who is funding this program and and trying to set up this program is upset with the fact that the city is destroyed and nothing has been changed it looks like everything is worse Um, they decide to defund the program which means there is no more assistance for the supers so the last thing that he's able to do for them is to let them stay in a hotel for two weeks Now, at dinner, while they're in the hotel or the motel, actually, while they're there, um, they're having a conversation at dinner about what happened. And there are a couple dynamics happening again. Violet is upset because she wants to use her powers and feels like she has to go back and hide them. Now, when you tell someone (laughs) that they can be and they want to be everywhere, they don't want to be Uh, Like, like, for instance, Elastigirl or Mrs. Incredible wanted her daughter to be herself only when they were on a secluded island. But when they got back to the city, it wasn't safe again for her to be herself. So the argument back and forth was you told me I can be and now you're telling me to unbe. Once you begin to become, it's hard to unbecome once you become to uh settled in your identity it's kind of hard to be unsettled once you know who you are it's kind of hard to unknow and so between that conversation um as well as you know dash is throwing his two sets in but he's kind of like enjoying his identity as well um after that conversation we have a of a, a argument or heated fellowship, right? A little bit of heated fellowship at the table between Mr. and Mrs. Incredible because they have two different visions about what it means to be super. Um, because for Mr. Incredible, he doesn't want to teach the kids that it's wrong to be them. And for Mrs. Incredible, she's trying to protect the kids because what they are technically is illegal. They cannot be their full selves because it's illegal and they have to work within the laws. And so we have someone who is a stickler for rules and someone who is just a stickler for being going back and forth and back and forth in front of their children, presenting an un, um, ununited for it, for it, or a a divided front, right? So what ends up happening is we see what it looks like when the church goes from rules, 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 rules to B, 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 B. And we're arguing in front of people who don't know any better. We're arguing about the text of scripture what it means what what we can do what we can't do how far can we get into sin how far I mean or not into sin but how far can we get on the line before we cross over into sin is sin still acceptable is grace covering my sin we're doing all of this fighting in front of people who just are babies Really, they don't know what it's like to be super just yet. They don't know what the laws are. They don't know what the culture is. They don't know. They just know that they have gifts. They just know that they are called supernatural. They just know that they have uh, the God who is amazing and superior on the inside of them because that's what they were told. They were told that their superhero and their superpower or their superpower is Christ, right? is to be that I can do all things with Christ. Well, if I can do all things, then what does that, what are those all things entailing? And if I'm going to argue with Another mature person, I can't do it in front of someone who I can't. Well, really, truth be told, let's just cut out the frivolous arguments for the first for the first thing, because no one hears each other when we argue. The second thing is when we're going to have a discussion, if if mature people are going to have a discussion, mature people need to do what they did next. Take the discussion away from the babies. Sometimes there are certain conversations that you just need to table. Certain conversations that you just need to stop having because emotions can make you say things that will make things, uh, people hurt. That will that will push people away, and you don't want to do that when you're, especially when you're standing in front of people who are just new to becoming. In this supernatural faith. In this supernatural gospel. And if they are. Connected to you in any way. You definitely don't want to show division. <laughs> as a part of the body. Because again. If the body is divided. We ain't getting much anywhere. We ain't going much anywhere. We, we, we're we more disabled. Than we are functional. But that's neither here nor there. Let's go on ahead and move on in the story. So while they are outside they are talking about the next steps and unfortunately the next step are kind of unclear um they don't know what's going to happen next especially because they don't have the help and assistance that they need um they normally would have someone to put them in another job they no longer have that program so they have to make another way and so while um Mr. Incredible is talking to his wife and he's like, okay, well, you know, I'll just find another job. And she says, maybe it's time for me to go into the workforce. You've had a, you know, great run with insured care. You know, you had your insurance job and it was great. And maybe it's time for me to take a stab at going into the workforce and you watch the kids. And immediately he resists and says it has to be him. This is, you know, a very hard thing to say, but we have pushed down women we have women who are willing to go and do great things in the kingdom of god and willing to go and do great things but they have been told that their place is at home only not that you shouldn't value your home because you should it's your first ministry but if you feel the pull nine times out of ten my just nine times out of ten You might want to, you know, go and seek God and say, God, how do I move forward? Especially if you're in partnership with someone who doesn't see it, with someone who doesn't see that they aren't the only one that can be. Because sometimes, you know, in our culture of Christian faith, We have not been celebrated. Women have not been celebrated. The voices of women sometimes have been muted because of misinterpretation of scripture. And we're not going there today, but I will say um, that if a woman could carry the word, she should still be able to. He died so she could carry the word. Okay after she carried the word what do i mean mary literally carried jesus who is the word in her womb and then she birthed said word she raised said word she walked and 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 told the word when it was time basically because his first miracle was at a wedding and at that wedding, she told him what to do. And he said, it's not my time. And she ignored the fact that he said it wasn't his time. It was like, go ahead over there and do <laughs> y'all do whatever he said to do. And literally pushed him into the place of his next. Because sometimes you need that person who is not um, afraid to see and to discern that it's time and mothers have that intuition mothers have that wisdom we have that um, knowledge to be able to see um, and and we don't always flex our strength we don't always boast in what we see and boast in how much we see um, but most of what we see is told in our, to our God in prayer <laughs> so that he can direct us at when it's the right time to speak so in this case she she tries to you know assert herself like as a viable compatible help and he denies the help trying to do it himself well they're trying to figure out what's next and frozone reappears now while free uh why i say reappears is because he didn't get arrested like the rest of them um he kind of like got out of there before he could get arrested (laughs) and he met a tycoon or a butler who represented a tycoon and that tycoon used to work for Dicker. Now Dicker, you know, is the one that had the program that helped the supers. So this guy who was trained under Dicker decided to run his father's company. We'll learn about that in a little bit, but this the company that he runs wants to help make supers legal again. And so first, because in the forefront of Elastigirl or Mrs. Incredible's mind is I'm not going to be in this because you know it's going to mess up the kids and it's, it's illegal I'm not going to be a part of that um, he lets them know that it's not just or that they don't just want him and Mr. Incredible but they also need her as well and it, it feels great to hear someone say, we want you. We recognize that you're super. We recognize that there's a great gift in you, that you're a superstar, and that we need you to be a part of this. And that just simple, he wants all three of us, made it, I'm sure made her feel so empowered because she hadn't been wanted in a while. So they leave the kids and they go um, take a walk as they say but they go and visit this man when they go visit this man his name is Mr. Winston who is again a tycoon so he's made a lot of money um, when they go and visit visit him he comes down the steps talking about how much he loves superheroes and um, he's excited it's a very like high access or low it's a high level security place so not a lot of people have access they have to have badges and when they come in and he expresses that he loves supers he starts to si- he says hi to all of them but he starts to sing only two of their songs he sings the theme song for in- Mr. Incredible and he sings the theme song for Froze for on Now at first I was like well why ain't sing a, last a girl song cuz if they got a song I know she got a song but it wasn't about that at that moment because in the next few seconds we meet his sister And after we meet his sister, who comes in a little bit disheveled, they tell the story about how their company technically was formed. And basically, their father loved Supers. Their father loved those who, you know, were super and were doing Um, great things he he thought the world was a better place a safer place with supers around and so what he decided to do was make or he got phones directly connected to the layers of two superheroes and you know everything was cool well when they made the supers go under and underground and made them you know not or made them illegal he technically was kind of heartbroken because he believed that the world was only safe because of the supers. Well, someone broke in their house at night, the, the mother and the, or her mother, Mr. Winston's mother and father broke in their house. And, um, while they were in bed, he calls, the father gets up to call the two supers. And because they're underground, they don't answer. And, when they come in, they catch him on the phone and they shoot him. And it, then we also learn that his wife dies from heartbreak a few months later. And so while Winston is very distraught because he knows it has to do directly with the fact that supers were no longer legal. His sister has a different idea. She actually thinks that they should have did the practical thing and gone to the safe room that if dad had not depended on supers he would have taken his wife to the safe room to keep her safe and even though they differ in opinion and you know they will not go into it we notice that one is more of the dreamer and the other is more practical the man is more, in this case, is more of the dreamer. He he dreamed this company and he continues to run the sales, selling the company to everyone. And we find out later, a little later, because it, it, we're on that part now, when they start talking about what they plan to do, we find out that his sister is the technological person who runs the background, the practical portion of how the operations work and their technology is only advanced because... She is continually advancing it, advancing it. I think this is great because we don't see a lot of women that are um, technically pushed to go into technology, that are pushed to uh, do coding and to do things that have uh, have a hand in developing the very technologies that we use. Um, it's an unconventional job, I guess you can say, um, but it shouldn't be because... It shows, this shows that, you know, women can excel at basically anything. I mean, clearly, the whole movie is about proving how incredible we we all are. Not just women, but inclusive of women. All right. So, <laughs> so the, pro- or the proposal to these supers is that they are going to help to get supers legal again. He asked a very... Um, intelligent question and the intelligent question is why were supers forced to go underground and immediately uh, Mr. Incredible says because of ignorance and Mr. Winston says because of perception he says that people only see what the politicians want them to see they see the damage they see the wrecks and they see you they don't see the millions of decisions that you had to make Before this time, and to get to you know, keeping them safe, they don't see that all the decisions that you make, you know, are formed because you went through them and nobody can tell but you. So, what they decided is that they need to that people they need people to see the um, perspective of the supers and Alaska girl. Mrs. Incredible, ask a great question. She says, how are you going to do that? And they say with the small cameras that they've created. And we notice that um, his sister um, has created these small cameras. And these small cameras go into the badges and we see that they play back. Right. Um, So she's not only good at doing Technology, she's great because she's creating such uh, advanced technology that will be able to assist them in getting their perception. So, once they pitch the idea, Mr. Incredible is so enthusiastic and he is assuming that he is going to be the first one to launch it. So, he's ready for his first assignment. And while he is super excited, he's a little bit jumping the gun because what they decided is that they want Elastigirl. Mrs. Incredible to take the first lead and the first few assignments to launch um, all of this all of these projects and to that she would be the face instead of him and he said better than me and she looked at him like hello like like, are you okay do you not you, you know I'm your wife right you know I'm your partner though and he was like well yeah she you know she's she's cool but You know, you know, you know, and he wouldn't say that she's not better than me. She's not a better choice than me. What ended up happening is they had to show him that his past few years, he had been a bit reckless when it came to going into crime scenes or trying to be the superhero when when he was doing it by himself. He was a little bit reckless and he didn't think about all of the damages. He didn't think about all the things that he would possibly mess up if he, you know, just kind of like launched out. So what they had to do was do the cost analysis. And when they did the cost analysis, Girl or Mrs. Incredible was the better option. And I'm sure you can tell from watching the movie that kind of hurt his pride a little bit. Because he wanted to be the one to roll it out. And unfortunately, I wish I could tell you that she, uh, uh, Mrs. Incredible, was just as enthusiastic as he was. But she said, I don't know. I don't know. When they asked her what she thought, she said, I don't know. Now, we want to first off acknowledge the fact that I want you to be encouraged, women, that just in case... You have felt, I guess, that you you couldn't be as good or that you could only be as good as you could be, but not as good as a man. Or you had to be a little bit lower so that they would accept you. Hogwash. Okay. Be your best, brilliant self. Why? Because people are watching. People are watching you be brilliant and they're counting up the fact that while other people are being reckless you are being intentional and although you have not fought as much in the field you are still qualified to do what you need to do what they're asking you to do. Now the one reason that she says I don't know is the reason why many women are conflicted with becoming their best selves. It's because they have obligations to protect other people. And while, you know, he's like, just go ahead and do it. She's like, I'm not thinking about me. I'm not thinking about the assignment of the other supers. I want to talk about my kids. I'm trying to make sure that they're okay that I'm not doing illegal activity in front of them I just want to make sure that my children are okay and think about this she's been home with them she's been serving them. she's been protecting them and so now while everybody is talking you know while he's talking to her about how she should just go and do it because this is going to help supers she's like I'm trying to help my kids I want to make sure my kids are all right I want to protect my children So he says, this is going, you know, this is going to help your children. But really, when we know the truth and she knows the truth, she knows that he's only pushing for her to go and do this because she's the one they want right now. And that if she goes in and does it, she may be able to start it and then he can pick up where she left off. Like he believes by what he says at the end even though you know he posed it like a joke (laughs) his joke was go ahead and do it so I can do it better unfortunately that's a narrative that has not been a joke like narrative it's been more of a go ahead and test it so I can show that I'm better at it. So go ahead and get open the door, go ahead and do the work and push the door down so that I can come in and sit myself in the seat that you've, you've, uh, so willingly sacrificed for. And it's odd that we don't see that maybe she was chosen not because she's making a way for you but maybe she was chosen to make the way open for everyone period maybe she was making a door for herself maybe she was supposed to be seated and presented to be something other than someone who opens the door for you maybe you have been doing it in your time and maybe now it's her time Maybe now it's her season. Maybe now it's your time. Woman who is listening to me, who has been saying, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and and push my and and push my brother through and I'm gonna go ahead and, and push my other cousins through and I'm gonna let, you know, cause it's hard for a black man. Yeah, it is. But it's also time for you. Don't, don't so, don't be so willing to invest in everyone else that you will not invest in you. Trust me, I'm speaking from experience. I'm only speaking from what I know. It's very hard to watch yourself push for everyone else and then be the only one pushing for you. But it's okay. Do not stop pushing. You're strong enough to do it. Trust me, you got this. And if you don't think you got this, I'm telling you, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Period. And that's that on that. All right. So after having this long speech with her husband and conversation with her husband. And even though she's conflicted, she chooses to do it. She chooses to go ahead and to sign up to um, set this up for the children's future so that they're able to be who they're supposed to be. Well, really so that everyone can be who they're supposed to be. So, um, she accepts the assignment and the family gets a new home just because of who she's connected to get that because she accepted the assignment they get new home they get a new you know rides they she gets a new suit all of these new things happen because she signed up for the purpose she signed up for the plan and i've said this many times on this podcast that seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added seek Seek the being part. Seek who you're supposed to be and everything else will add to it once you accept the assignment. And trust me, it's not impossible. Your assignment is not impossible. You just need to accept it. All right. So she, you know, gets a new outfit and we find out that she had some things back in her day. She had a cycle. She had, you know, a mohawk that... Bob never knew about her husband that, um, Mr. Incredible never knew about. And even though he had been with her all these years, he didn't really know about her career separate from him. He only knew about her as Mrs. Incredible. And so some of us, uh, some of, not some of us, but some of you who are married, you don't really, some people don't really know who you really were, what you really accomplished in your time of singleness or some of you who are single some people only will acknowledge um what you're doing if they see you post it if they see you push it because they don't necessarily recognize unfortunately they don't necessarily um are looking out and seeking out for women to be on the front line right they're not necessarily seeking out um what you did that makes you qualified but the fact that you know she's she's this is some upgraded gear so it's not is she's got to get used to it but she's been through it before she's qualified because she had a cycle before so this one may be an updated motorcycle but it's not out of her reach because she's had one before and no matter what they know about your past it's okay trust me take the parts of your past that will help you with your purpose. Okay. And, and capitalize on that. Um, so Bob is trying to explain, um, what's going on to the kids. And the kids are basically like, well, mom is being illegal (laughs) because, you know, kids only see things black or white. That's just what it is. They don't see that, that for instance, some people didn't understand that sit-ins and marches, even though there were some things that were going against the law, they didn't understand that the law was wrong in the first place, that you couldn't, you shouldn't, nobody should have been segregated, right? They didn't realize that uh, telling people that they couldn't sit, sit at lunch counters was discrimination. It was not um, like God. It was not like what the the principles or it sh- what it shouldn't have been, right? Right if we all men are created equal then we should all be able to eat in the same place and it wasn't until a bunch of sit-ins and a bunch of uh peaceful protest of breaking the system of their laws right the system of how they have known right life to be until those laws were broken no one is able to come into their full rights As a human, right? We weren't able as African Americans to experience a better human experience than we used to had no one chosen to stand against the unjust laws. As well as Jesus knew that the laws of the Old Testament were way too much for us to handle. That even though we, our intentions, were naturally evil that even in our best attempts we wouldn't be able to fulfill the law so he himself had to come and fulfill it so that we would be able to stand in who he's created us to be us trying to be us trying to conform to the law was not working (laughs) it wasn't working we got we got a whole bunch of books in the bible to show you that people were falling short from the law and it's okay because the answer was just around the corner the answer was sent and she in this story is the answer just like god sent jesus to be the answer for us so when women when you are called to be the answer don't shy away because your gender is different than jesus you are also Christ-like as well. (laughs) You have Christ living on the inside of you and you have a responsibility to be what he says to be. Trust me, this is a conversation he's had with me as of recently, and I promise you, it's a frustrating conversation. When you're used to just, you know, falling back, it's hard to step up, but trust me, the world needs a you, just like they needed a Mrs. Incredible. So the first incident happens while they are waiting for a um little crime scene to come up or a you know waiting for some kind of crime so that she can show the supernatural ability so she can be available. Um she starts reminiscing on the days when she was working or when she was at home, right, with the kids and she was telling Bob it was crazy to listen to scanners, right? And it looked like she was being hypocritical, but At this point, she's at a different place, and so is he. So, they're waiting for that, and at the same time she's waiting for that, we see Bob is home with the kids, sending Violet off on a date and putting Jack-Jack to sleep. And Now, I want us to notice that when he turns on the TV after putting Jack-Jack to sleep, there's like a little hypnotic message that kind of sounds like it's coming through the TV, But thankfully, Dash stepped in the way because there were some other things that he needed to help with, which is math homework, and he needed to help Jack-Jack go back to sleep. It was a a whole bunch. So he gets to see what it's like to be Mrs. Incredible and work at home or Mr. Incredible at work at home, right? So he's trying to fulfill her duties as well as she is now in the position to fulfill the duties of the super like he was so the roles have been switched and the woman is in the workplace and the man is in the the home and guess what nothing nothing goes downhill nobody dies let's just say that nobody dies (laughs) no nobody dies because things aren't traditional yeah, it's okay to create your narrative for your life. It's okay to create what looks best for you, right? Even if it's not traditional for others. And I'm going to just sit there and slide it across the table. All right. So they find a, uh, that there's going to be a disturbance. Um, and we're going back to um, Mrs. Incredible. And then they find that there's going to be a disturbance and and she's waiting on the activity. And what ends up happening is they are cutting the um, ribbon for a new train. They get on this new train. And the next thing you know, the train starts going backwards. Now, girl or Mrs. Incredible knows that this is a problem because it's going in the wrong direction. It starts in one direction and goes the other direction. So she knows something's wrong. So she goes over and she literally has to bend she has to lose her bike she has to flatten herself as flat as she can go inconvenience herself she has good thing she was made for this because how she was built like how she was made as a super is someone who can stretch and flatten themselves to where she could fit in small places so she was actually made for this assignment the bad part of it is though she when she found out (laughs) what was happening when she stopped you know even though it stopped everything nobody was hurt she found out that this whole thing was because the driver of the train was in a hypnotic state and he was out of it he had no idea what was going on he was out of it so she gets celebrated everything is amazing There is no casualty. No casualty. I want to point that out again. No casualty. While she was trying to see if she was good enough. If she could take care of it on her own. If you know while she was trying to figure out. She knew she was going to be great. But she also knew that this there was. She might. She kept saying I might not make the train. I might not help. I might not be able to do it. It might be too fast for me. While she was having a little bit of doubts. And she even does it in the midst of helping and stretching herself now listen not only stretching herself in the natural way but her son calls through and she doesn't she says i can't talk right now but here's the advice like he was looking for some shoes and she was like well check under here like she's multitasking literally not only trying to save the world but also trying to save home as well and and dad didn't know where it was and he wouldn't he was too proud for the call so Dash was like I need to find help and he calls his mother right cause he knows mom knows right so no one is dead she stretched herself and she actually beat her own capacity um, her first incident her first uh, crime I guess fighting moment of the movie is a success and she did it on her own she did it By herself, without the help of her husband, without the help of Frozone, she did it because she was made to do it. And I just want to tell you, you do it if no one else. See, there are some fights that you have to fight yourself. There are some fights that while you love them, while you want them to be a part, while you want to grab a hold of them, they can't help you. You have to do it yourself. And guess what? The good news is the fight was made for you to win and you already have won because Jesus has promised us victory. All you have to do is see the salvation of the Lord, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. In this case, she didn't do much standing still, but for you, your superpower is standing still because God will show you salvation if you stand still and see open your eyes to see it. You will see. Now, Dad puts Jack Death to bed again, and he sees Violet is upset. Now, when he sees Violet is upset, he, I'm sure, knew figured it was about the date that she went on with Tony. And she showed up, and Tony never showed up for the date. Well, now we know that it's because he has been, technically, his mind has been erased. And what is now technically his fault. It's, it's technically Mr. Incredible's fault because when Violet told him that Tony saw him, he told Dicker and Dicker erased his mind like we saw in the, in, um, in the interview, but he doesn't know how to, how to technically deal with that at the moment and tell her that it was his fault. Right? So, He just, you know, kind of tries to console her, but she just wants to be alone. And it's kind of hard when you have a teenager, a teenage girl going through heartbreak. Right. But he has to learn. These are the things that you deal with when you're at home. And these are the things his wife would have normally dealt with. Right now, dad falls asleep as he's you know got jack jack on the couch and as he falls asleep he's jack jack slides out and he is fighting a raccoon when he starts fighting the raccoon we see his powers start to show up and he's got not one not two he's got a many different powers now we didn't know this uh was gonna happen but when he shows up with laser eyes and and he's turns into a fire baby and when he turns and you know does the the whole entire little Tasmanian devil situation and when he multiplies himself like all of these things disappears and goes into different dimensions I'm sure this is something that a mother you know would have to deal with in the formative stages um but it's not the mother's job at this moment because she's at the war, she's at the workplace, and the father has assumed the role that she would take. And so he has to deal with being proud of the fact that, you know, she he had that moment. But when she calls, he ne- he doesn't tell her because he wants one. Well, first off, cause she assumed the worst and he assumed the worst. We have to stop doing that. <laughs> we have to stop doing this this one thing and it's that just because you have always done something it doesn't mean your partner or your friend or whoever's connected to you can't do it better whoever is now in charge of doing it can't do it better you have to sometimes be okay with you did it in one season and it was good but maybe the person who's going to do it in the next season can take it up right But they both had bad expectations of what would happen if they weren't in their traditional roles. What do I mean? She calls and as soon as he says something about Jack-Jack, he was about to tell her about the powers. She's like, something happened. I'm coming home. Like, it was like No, like you didn't trust that I could do it? Like what? And because she didn't have faith in him, he didn't tell the truth about what was really going on. That Dash, you know, was having trouble with math and that he was having trouble understanding and helping him. He didn't tell about Violet's date and that she was technically depressed because didn't show up. So he just basically lies and pretends that everything's okay because he wants to prove that he is still incredible. And on the other end of that, He's expecting that when he asks about her first event, she'll say it was hard. She'll say, you know, we had this made it a die or whatever. But when she's super excited and tells him that there were no casualties and then he flips on the TV and sees her face everywhere, it only wounds him a little because he knows that her doing well isn't a bad thing it just means he can't run in and be next right away if she continues to do well she's going to continue to do well and so he has to choke down the pride of not being on the tv screen which is he's used to he has to choke down the pride of I'm still got, I still got to be incredible and I've got to be incredible at home. I don't want to pretend I'm incredible just because that's my name. No, I've got to live up to this name and be incredible at home because she's expecting and I've already told her that everything's well. So I've got to figure out how to do math. I've got to figure out how to talk, you know, fix my sister, uh, my daughter's situation. And he literally has to come into Overnight, he has to come into the role that he has, just like she has. Now, we have to both encourage each other that it's okay to step out of the normal gender roles and to be who you be. That's it, period, point blank. Be who you be. What do I mean? I mean, maybe you're a woman that doesn't stay home, maybe you're in the workplace, and maybe your husband takes care of home really well and there's nothing wrong with that because it works for you and your house maybe you are the business owner and your your husband is an amazing you know soccer dad who knows who cares at the end of the day if it works for you and your family let it work it just has to work okay so, when Violet goes to school, she goes up to Tony and she's, you know, asking him, basically just running off um, about how they moved to a new home. She thought she sent the right address. And she's going off about, you know, him not being at the movies. And he's like, do I even know you? Because she had no idea... In her mind, she believes he's pretending not to know her because her father didn't tell her what normally happens when uh, a person's identity is revealed and someone sees it. So she's believing that he's pushing her off just because he wants to pretend he didn't know her because he saw her in the suit when that wasn't the case at all. He just literally did not remember. And we have to be very careful that we literally tell the truth because it has its consequences now Girl is about to do an interview not Girl, Mrs. Incredible is about to do an interview and um she has a conversation with the ambassador who is on the way to do a speech and she's on a in her you know about to go on her plane um as she's doing that during the interview the anchor gets caught into the same trance that the um that the driver of the train got into. And this trance is uh, the person who screensaver or slaver is what they put on the screen, right? Um, after the first assignment. So this same person is taking over this screen and he's talking through the anchor man and he's saying, talking about the ambassador. So now, not only does she have to heroically jump. Through you know many different obstacles, jump on planes and jump into planes and and jump out of planes and save the ambassador. She's doing all of this and it's her second day, <laughs> her second day, and she's not only saving a train full of people, but she's not only now she's saving the ambassador. And it's like, wow, this girl is on a Role. I want you to know that you are not only set up for one win, you are set up to consistently win i know it seems like that you you know you're gonna have this one win and you're gonna fail the next what if you just won what if you tried it and you succeeded what if you started the business and it just began to prosper and prosper and prosper what if you went after it and and you tried to do something different and guess what it actually worked what if you didn't doubt yourself and you just went forward and begin to do the things that progress? What if you expected God to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think? Not saying that there won't be failure. I'm just saying brace yourself for success as well. Brace yourself to be great. Brace yourself to do all the things and to see success after success and victory after victory. Now, at home, Violet starts talking about how, you know, Tony just basically just, like, blew her off, pretending like he didn't see her, and then, by accident, her father tells her about how, you know, well, you you don't know how many people Dicker had to erase their memory once, you know, once they found out who we were, and when he, she finds out that it's her father's fault, technically, it's Dicker's fault that... tony doesn't remember her she wants to renounce being super she's upset because she no longer wants to be a part of a world where your identity has to be hidden and it'll make people forget that they actually are interested in her so she's upset okay upset and she renounces it but guess what the suit is indestructible and that shows one thing to me it showed me That while you try to get rid of your identity as a super, you can't. It's indestructible. Now, as uh, Mrs. Incredible is riding on in the car on the way to Winston's office, there's a crowd of people who are there to support not only superheroes, but there to support her as well. And a little girl has a sign and the sign says screen slaver is still out there. This reminds her that no matter what she's done, they still haven't gotten the criminal criminal and she doesn't want to celebrate wins if he's still out there. Right. But in the moment that she's talking about it, not meaning anything that she hasn't caught them, uh, Winston and his sister Evelyn show him or show her all of the supers that they found who were inspired by her being and they tell her you know all of their thing all of their great things but guess what these people had been hiding until she showed up and began to be i want to let you know that there are other people who are just as super as you and they're hiding who they are because they think they have to they don't have an excuse to come out of hiding it's it's been illegal in their family or it's been illegal in their church culture or it's been illegal in their workplace it's been illegal everywhere in their mind right for them to be as fly and as brilliant and as powerful as they are but when you be those things you show up and give them an excuse to be awesome and because she was consistent with who she was they were able to give her thanks for being the example that they needed. Now, Evelyn or E and girl talk about women basically not playing the back. You see that, you know, she's again in technology, and while you know they tend to believe that sales is it, right? It's because that's the brother's job. Um, what she knows is that he he can only sell what she creates. Right. And while, you know, Alaska girl believes that it doesn't matter what people buy, it's just mattering that they buy. I think it's more important that you create something worth buying. And I kind of agree with Evelyn on this. Like if she didn't create these great screens, these great technologies, what would he have to boost up? And so be proud in the of the fact that even if you have to be the one in the background scenes creating and put, doing the manual labor, doing the creating, doing the innovative um dreaming and imagining and then manifesting those imaginations, don't be afraid of that. Step out there and and push your own product, push your own brand, let people know that you are creating something worth bragging about worth selling, worth buying into, worth investing into. And trust me, it's hard when you're not used to bigging up yourself. It's hard when you're not used to selling yourself. When other people are used to selling you, the problem is if other people sell you, they get to, de- to um, determine what you're worth. If you sell you or if you position you, if you position yourself to be invested in, then you get to say what it's worth not many people uh get to say no listen this is what i offer and this is what you you know this is what this cost this is what it, it looks like to invest in me but if you let other people sell you then they can put you on discount too <laughs> and we don't ever want you to be in a place where your brilliance will be on the clearance rack no 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 dust yourself off present your brand present your ideas your dreams your visions your goals your inventions and guess what it is enough you are enough if you if you ever think that you can't be enough trust me jesus makes you super enough i promise you now uh Mr. Incredible calls Dicker and he tells him about what has happened because he wiped out Tony's memory and that Violet is, you know, her date was ruined and that he has to fix it so that he, he asks for information and because he's trying to be a good dad and fix it, he doesn't tell what's happening and he takes her to the restaurant that Tony works in and his parents own and he tries to fix it, but because she doesn't know What's happening when she drinks her water and sees tony she spits the water out her nose and she's uh, angry and embarrassed and she leaves and it just makes her look foolish because she didn't know how to prepare and so she was trying to do good things but they're just not happening and so sometimes just to be honest sometimes you can go at something with the best intentions and it just not work out the way you intended. And it's okay. It's alright. You just have to find a way to apologize for, for the embarrassment. And try to let them know what your true intentions were. So now they're having an interview on live. Because Evelyn and um, Mrs. Incredible decide to formulate a plan to catch Screensaver. So... They are having an interview online. The screen screen shaver shows up and the screen uh, on this message, they don't he doesn't know or this person doesn't know. Um, So so we think that they're being tracked. Right. And so we find that once she finds the information once Mrs. Incredible finds the information about where he is she finds out all the plans about hypnotism she finds out everything that is this screenslaver person is planning to do and after fighting him and chasing him the evidence is blown up so there's no proof but the guy is caught however the guy doesn't know what happens and once again this has been a consistent pattern that this is the third person inclusive of the other two who were controlled. This third person doesn't remember what happens. So he's in jail and technically he was a pizza guy. Right? But this is what ends up happening <laughs> when you tend to look at things for surface value. Remember all she wanted to do at first was just catch the guy. She didn't realize or listen to what he was really saying when she called him. Because then it probably would have tagged her spidey senses. Or whatever kind of senses Mrs. Incredible has. But because she was so invested and catching the guy. She didn't really pay attention to the details. Ladies we got... To slow down. And pay attention to the details. And not just ladies. Everyone. We've got to not so be so focused on the end goal. That we miss the details. Pick up the details. So back at home. Bob is upset because he not only sees his, res- his car that they said was wrecked, restored, and on TV, um, but Violet and Dash also find out that the, that baby Jack Jack has powers. And once they, you know, try to ask him, why didn't they tell mom? Like they're asking him all these questions. He's so stressed that he goes off. And Violet calls Frozone because, she, you know, she knows he needs help, right? So he won't call for help because he has been used to not resting. And this is an often a pattern that, you know, most women do. We work so hard for other people, right? Especially if you have been, you know, charged to work at home or charged to be a stay at home mom or charged to just be all the things, be I'm every woman. If you're if you're used to hearing that narrative. You'll dedicate your whole entire life to being for everyone else, but not take care of yourself. So the fact that he had bags almost to his feet and he hadn't rested in how many days was affecting how he talked to his other kids. He was yelling and screaming at the top of his lungs because he didn't take care of himself first. We've got to learn as a people to take care of ourselves. So. He says he needs some me time. But Frozone says he needs a whole entire alignment. And this alignment. Sends him to Edna Mode. Now we know Edna Mode from the first Incredibles. But in this Incredibles. She's first off upset. Because not only does Mrs. Incredible have a new outfit. And ain't nobody said nothing. Okay. He got with a whole other designer. What ends up happening is when he shows up, he starts talking about, you know, the new or or Bob starts talking about needing a knight because the baby has powers, right? And he needed a knight to leave him there so, you know, they could come up with something for the baby, right? Come up with an outfit for the baby that would be able to, you know, kind of help him, right? To kind of get all these powers or work with his powers, right? So, uh, once Edna Mode sees that Baby Jack-Jack has multiple powers, it now becomes a fashion challenge. And so, um not only does Baby Jack-Jack stay with Edna Mode, or Auntie Edna, <laughs> stays with Edna Mode, right? Um Now, Bob is able to go home, right? And he apologizes to Um, Violet for not for his intention what he was trying to do and not being able to get all of the things right right not being he, he hasn't made the best decisions even though he has tried very very hard right but at the end of the day it wasn't what he intended and as he you know apologizes she affirms that while you did you you're not just a good dad you are you are a great dad. Like you are a super dad. Just remember that you are super. And I I think that if we would be more vulnerable and honest that I don't always get things right, we would be, you know, surprised what other people think or who people see us as even in the midst of our flaws. Cause she still said he was a super dad, even though he was making tragic decisions, even though he was making best, his best decisions from his perspective, but it wasn't incredible decisions. Right. Um, So we would be very surprised to see what other people see in us. If we just would stop and be vulnerable. Right. So they are celebrating Mrs. Incredible. Um, who is Girl, right? And Winston announces that they will be signing something to make Supers legal. And so while they're doing that, something in Elastigirl or Mrs. Incredible wants to dig further into what she saw on the camera. And because she goes in there, Evelyn follows with her. And she's talking about how this was too easy, that The the person that created this stuff was smarter than that. And she starts to dig and dig and dig and figure out that the screens are hypnotizing people. And that that poor pizza guy was being controlled. And she didn't perceive that the deceiver was right in front of her. And she gets caught up and literally E comes and puts the hypnotizing glasses on her face. So now she is being controlled as well. Now, Edna creates a suit to accommodate Baby Jack-Jack's many different powers. The good part is sometimes when you're in the developmental stages, you need someone who has insight and who can sit with and see all that you are becoming, all the things that are inside of you so that they know how to create something for you to wear right so like for instance um I'm sure that you know Michael Jackson's dad although he you know was baseball and it was all the things right I'm sure when he saw him shoot that basketball he started to get in his mind okay well baseball something that he does but let me tell you what's, what's going to really put him over the top. It's this basketball. It's this. Let me let me invest in that. Let me make sure he had, you know, he shoots more shots and, and he does more um, with the basketball than he does with the baseball. Right. So when you if he didn't ever let him shoot the basketball, then we would have probably had the baseball playing Michael Jordan would have never known what him and the bulls could accomplish if he had never studied him enough to give him the tool to to do basketball as well right so i I want you to get used to um even even if you are in the mature season of your life maybe you're about to come into a whole nother different purpose or a whole nother different um plan for your life and you have to be okay with God giving you new tools new resources new garments um, new things to wear new things to see and new things that he'll show you because you're in a new place be okay with him fitting you for the next late the next stage um, of your super status let's say that all right so, Bob gets a call that there's something wrong with the last girl and that she's in trouble. He calls Frozone to come and watch the kids. Violet grabs all their suits and she renounces her renunciation. Why does she do that? Because at the end of the day, she knows that at the, she can't change her identity. She's still super. And when her family needs her, she needs to be super. When you are needed, don't worry about who hurt you. Don't worry about what happened. You need to be super, the best super that you can be. Because guess what's on the other side of the door? People who want you to be controlled. Now, the other superheroes heroes that once told Alesta girl that they were, you know, inspired by her are also being controlled. And so they show up at the door telling the kids that they are going to take them with them. But Frozone shows up just in time to, you know, stop them and to to stop them from, you know, stopping the kids or, you know, taking the kids. But in all the fighting, while the children get in the incredible, you know, mobile or whatever, when they get in that incredible mobile um, and they acknowledge who they are. Right. It's so sad. That he was doing all of that fighting but still got succumbed to the hypnotism too. So now the kids are left on their own. Why are they left on their own? Because Bob is now going to see about Elastigirl. And because Elastigirl is being controlled, she starts to fight Bob. And guess who gets uh, trapped to in this hypnotism? The father too. So we've got mom, Mrs. Incredible, who is being controlled. We've got Mr. Incredible, who's being controlled. We've even got family friend Frozone being controlled. The others that my that mom and dad inspired are being controlled, and now it's up to the kids to save the parents. It's hard thing when you are called to be something called to do something and you're just a kid. But guess what? You're still valuable too. And although they may have been immature, they did what they had to do. And guess who is the first one to uh technically help the, and save the parents? Yep. It's it's the kids. The kids are the ones that make it to the boat. They're the ones that even though they have to be responsible for the baby, when they show up and they see those hypno masks, guess who's the first one to remove the hypno mask from his mother, Jack Jack? And guess what, Jack Jack not only um, you know uses all of his powers even as a baby, he becomes all the things so that he can save his mom too. I just want you to know that you may have been in Christianity for a year. You may have been in it for six months. You may have been in it for maybe a month. And guess what? The day you accepted Jesus Christ, it made you super. Don't downplay his involvement of your life. He can do amazing things even in the beginning of your walk with him if you choose to follow him. So Jack-Jack is the one that frees And takes the glasses off of his mom. He's the one that figures out that that the Jack Jack is, uh, or that the um, glasses are the problem. And so he snatches the glasses off his mom. He frees his mom who frees the rest. She frees literally Frozone. And when she frees Frozone, she then frees uh, Mr. Incredible. And so all of these people are being free. But guess what? There are still some people that we've inspired that are still being controlled by other people. And the bad part is they're being controlled by someone who is dealing with grief and hasn't processed it correctly. But guess what? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter who they try to manipulate, it doesn't matter if they try to set you up. You have to be. And at the end of this movie, I want you to know that while. There was a whole bunch happening in the midst of this, you know, where people are, you know, trying to set people up to die and trying to, you know, show their true nature. It didn't matter that Evelyn was a mean person because at the end of the day, Elastigirl was still a hero. So she even had to save her enemy she even had to save the one who was trying to kill her she even had to save the one who was trying to manipulate her and her children and the other supers and trying to make supers illegal because when you are incredible You just have to be incredible. When you are a super, you just have to be super. When you are a savior and a rescuer, you just have to be a rescuer. When you are a deliverer, you can't be anything but a deliverer. It's okay that maybe you, you may have been controlled for a moment, but the moment that you get free, you have to be at the fullest level and do not ever let anyone talk you out of being your complete self. Now, do not let anybody make you think that being you is a detriment. Being you and being super, even to the people who are mean to you, is a bad decision because at the end of the day, while she could have complained that, you know, she wasn't right, at the end of the day, it doesn't make a hill of beans of a difference because that girl was alive that she did her job as a hero to save the day and she did it interdependently interdependently meaning she could have fought the battle by herself she fought a battle by herself but if it wasn't for Mr. Incredible and if it wasn't for Frozone and if it wasn't for the other superheroes helping then she wouldn't have been able to accomplish the greatness of completing the whole entire work which meant the heroes could now be fully free and legal. So I want us to be encouraged that it's okay to one, be super, but it's also okay to not just um, be super to those who are kind, not just be super to those who um, are kind to you or treat you well. You even have to bless those who curse you. As Jesus said, think about this. Everyone in Jesus pack in his group. They had some problems and some issues. Everyone he died for had some problems and some issues, but it didn't stop him from saving them. It didn't stop him from dying, even though his friend Judas would betray him. It didn't stop him. It propelled him because the love of being the superhero that would save the day, that would finally complete the work that we could never do was bigger. That goal and the agenda to love us back into life, was bigger than us uh, remaining dead so that he could stay in status. He decided, God decided to dress himself up, dress himself up as human flesh. He was the word personified, right? The entire word that dressed up in human flesh to die the human death, the worst human death possible, right? But he did it for you and he did it for me so that we could live an incredible life. Alright you guys, I remember telling you guys that I wanted to celebrate the last day of Women's History Month with promoting and uh, celebrating some of the women that I know who have done great things um, from March 2020 to March 2021. And so I have a list that was compiled and I'm excited to share that list with you. So I want to start off with some that I know. And um, my mom is the first one that I want to shout out. She retired from the city after working 30 plus years for uh, Baltimore City Government. Now is enjoying Doing whatever she want to do. Sister's doing a whole bunch of things. Y'all going to see in a minute. Um, My sister also started to learn. um, Nails. Or how to do nails. And is going to school. Trying to go and do courses for that. Um, My friend Andromeda. Um, Andromeda Bacchus and Kim Williams both returned to school. Uh, my sister Fallon Fallon Thompson she put out a single as well as had a single release party. Uh, Latanya Rush started a whole entire enterprise which included two major events. Um, one was her book release, um, but the other was the book release and the makeup line. So it was like a celebration of the enterprise that she's building. Um, The conversation piece uh, lip line is probably one of my favorite patrons, just just so we clear. Um, (laughs) So we've got um, Kira, who number one, not only herself did a book and a model master course, but she put another um, project out because she does uh, sing um, with her husband as well as they opened their own home, like their own studio situation. So I'm like super proud of them. Incredible, Evangelist Kim Vincent, who I call Prophet Mama, uh, she started a whole entire prayer call called Warriors at the Altar, and it's every. Wednesday at 6 a.m. And she's interceding for people um, on the line. It's an amazing time. Pastor Jackie Eccles. Now, she has been doing a whole entire lot, okay? Sis is not only essential staff, and so is Kara Young. She's also essential staff. Um, but these people were essential staff. Miss um, Eccles not only went live with her jewelry business, held live prayer coached others in her bit in in the business and is now writing a book and home assisting with her grants in home school um marie jenkins also went live with her jewelry business um author crystal love uh one of my one of the sweetest prophetic sisters uh that i know Uh, She launched her book and also is promoting her son's book as well. Um, There has been so much. Wow. Um, There's been uh, Diana Taylor, who I know not only became an esthetician, but put out her own line of uh, not only facial oil, but other products that you can use for your own self care, um, as well as. Marquia Holland, who also did uh, Body Butters. She did Body Butters and, and did her first uh, pop-up session, pop-up station, not too long ago, uh, selling her own homemade Body Butters. Um. Yeah, this is this year. Wow, this is amazing, guys. Um, Apostle Rain Johnson wrote another book called Authentic Worship. Um, Apostle Lorraine McKay, who everybody knows as Psalmist Rain, started a podcast for creatives. We have Deja Rice, who released her first movie slash documentary called Daddy's Girls Reidentified." Also have Angela Marks. And she has Root Bible Academy that brings biblical lifestyle content to kids. So check that out. Um, There have been so many people to get married, so many people to have babies, so many people that um, got their first car, got their first home, invested in their own business, stepped out in the water. And I may not have, you know, you shout out, maybe you didn't you know, comment on my post or send me an email, um, just to celebrate. But I do want to say, congratulations, you are incredible and you have done incredible things, but wait a minute, I cannot, and I will not big everybody else up, encourage everyone else without taking a moment to encourage my own self. Let's be clear at the beginning of 2020, um, I was faced with the reality that I wanted to go to film school and um, the homeschool program that I went through, this is my own little personal testimony, the homeschool program that I went through didn't technically, um, they weren't accredited until the year after I attended. So basically I had to go through the GED process all by myself (laughs) and once I knocked out the GED I went and applied for film school got into film school and I have been in film school it'll almost be a year while in, in the next few months um yeah so like have been doing that but then God pressed upon my heart to not just stop at film school um creating my own stories but there were some things that I was already doing um, seeing different messages um, in movies that were already made. And I wanted to take my love of movies and my love of the word and kind of mesh them together. And what came from that was a podcast. And you're listening to the fruit of my 2020 pandemic promises being fulfilled. My 2020 pr- incredible purpose that just came literally, I feel like out of nowhere. Um, and then on top of that, um, I'm proud to say that things that I said I would never do, I've done. One of the things, if you know me, um, you knew that I was probably like scared to death. Many of you knew, know that I was scared to death to do my first Facebook Live. But I have to date done three on my own platform. I've been on a couple on other people's platform. I've been, well, I've been on three on somebody else's platform. I'm excited to say um, that it's not the end. I've been on some Zooms. I've been doing some work to share the, the gospel and to teach the gospel, um, accepted that this is a part of my life and it's not something I should hide. This is this is just me not boasting in myself, but just sharing with you that you just because you're going through pandemic, it doesn't mean that you can't do incredible thing. So congrats to all of you. Um, Congrats to everyone who has done something amazing, even if the incredible thing that you've done is just made it through pandemic and made it to finding your purpose in pandemic. I pray that you never, ever doubt that you, my dears, are incredible. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at KidLikeFaith. That's K-I-D-L-I-K-E-F, the number eight, T-H. And make sure that you also check out www.KidLikeFaith.com for your merch and for more information about the podcast. If you want to contact me, you can do so on the website as well Or you can send me a message at k-i-d-l-i-k-e-f, the number 8-t-h, at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon. And until next time, make sure you keep your faith kid-like. Bye!